cash to close. Did you know there's a difference between your down payment and your closing costs? We're gonna tell you exactly what you need to know about the two and why they're so different and important. There you are. What's going on? It's Rico and Cordy Gonzalez, Mr. and Mrs. 757. Hey, hey, hey. Did you guys know it costs money to buy a house? <laughs> well, if you didn't, now you do. So it's not just how much the house we're paying for it. There's actually money involved to get the loan to get the home. Right. Ooh, I made a rhyme there. Very good. You need money to get the loan to get a home. <laughs> so that's what we're talking about here. A lot of people don't know this, but it does cost money to buy a home. And if you're, this is your first time listening about this, we're going to go through everything it takes to buy a home uh, as far as what you're responsible for when it comes to this. Right. There's a lot of expenses involved, but ultimately there's two separate things. There's your down payment mm -hmm. that you have to put up with your in order to get your loan. And then secondly, there's cost to close or closing costs. Right. Money that you got to bring to the table. Right. So all those costs occurred, incurred, you bring, like he said, at closing. So you bring your down payment and mm -hmm. you bring your closing costs and off you go. So let's start off. What in the world is a down payment? So you're going to probably go to a lender and the lender they're not going to be like, all right, here's $200,000. Here's $300,000. Heck, let me give you $500,000 for nothing. Right. They want to make sure that you have some skin in the game. Now, if you are a VA loan, which is military and veterans only, you don't have to worry about this piece. Just skip this piece and go to uh, the closing cost piece. Right. But if you have a FHA loan, fair housing or first time home buyer, or if you're a What's the other one called? Conventional loan. You're going to need to listen to this. Right. Okay. So the banks want you to put some skin in the game. They'll give you this much money as long as you put some in. That way they know that you're invested in this thing. Mm -hmm. And there's certain percentages of money that has to be, uh, that has to come from you. So if you're a first time home buyer, normally it's about 3.5% of the uh, price of the home. Right. So let's do some math real quick. Give me a poll price real quick. Thanks. So the average home in Virginia Beach is about, let's say, three fifty. Three fifty. So three a house, a single family home, three fifty. Mm -hmm. So if you are a first time home buyer, and three point five percent is what you need, three point five percent of three hundred fifty thousand dollars, you're going to need twelve thousand two hundred fifty dollars straight off the bat. That's your down payment. That's your down payment. That's towards your loan. So if you're saving money, save this much. Save about twelve, thirteen thousand dollars. Okay. So that's what you would need. If uh you're conventional, they have normally you probably heard from your parents, you need to save 20%. You don't have to do that. They have conventional loans that you could put down about five percent, right? Right. I think conventional starts anywhere from three percent to five percent. Of the purchase price of the home. Correct. That yeah. you'll have to put down. So, um, so you got to have some money in the bank. Right. If you're purchasing a uh, an investment property, mm -hmm. a, a home in which this will not be your primary residence, maybe it's a vacation place or whatever, second home away from home, you're looking at 
a 20% down requirement if it's not your primary residence. Right. But if this is going to be your primary residence, three to 5% is what you'll need to be prepared to bring. Cool. Quick extra math. Let's do some math again. $350,000 home. And you're not a first time home buyer, but uh, you want to go conventional. You're going to need about 5%, $17,500. That's what you're going to need. That's just a down payment. Now it's cool because you're buying a $350,000 asset for only $17,000. You're winning here. The game is just get to that point where you have this money in your account. And here's another tip. Don't leave this money between the mattresses or in the safe. Put it in the bank because they're going to have to source it. Right. It has to be in the bank. It has to have a paper trail. They have to see it. They need to know where this money came from in order for you to be able to use it as your down payment. Not and duffel bag money, not briefcase money. That stuff don't work anymore. Nope. They have to know that you are you can recreate this money. Mm -hmm. Now, if you are fortunate enough to make some of these uh, special programs, you have to qualify for it in a little box. Uh, if you qualify for these special programs, your down payment can be taken care of 100% right. financing. That's what that means. Right. Okay. And just some information really quick. If you're getting these grants that are helping with your down payment, you technically are paying them back. Okay. In your, within your loan, you're getting actually a second mortgage and that is your grant or your money, but then you pay it back as in a form of a second mortgage. Yes, yeah, basically a second loan. So it's not free. They're just rolling it into that. They're rolling it into exactly. So you don't have to bring a down payment, but you will be paying it when it's all said and done. And these loans typically have higher interest rates. Right. So if that helps you get into a property, God bless. Hip, hip, hooray. Let's roll because you just picked up an asset and didn't have to put a cent down as far as the down payment goes. So it's still winning. And then sure. secondly, I wanted to address the 20%. So there's like a, a lot of older generations definitely promote putting the 20% down because that way you remove uh, PMI, which is um, mortgage insurance and it's cheaper, so to speak, you're not having to pay that premium, but there is actually a fee that's put into the loan when you do put 20% or more down. So it's almost like bouncing each other out. Sounds weird. It's like they're trying to get money from you anyway. Either way, the bank is, if you need a loan, they're, they're going to get it yeah. some way, somehow. So don't feel obligated or the need to put down all this extra money if you really don't have to. Yeah. Like it's really not saving you in the, in the, you know, at the end of the day. So your loan officer will give you the best outcome for you. They'll play with some numbers to make sure you get the best deal, whether it's, and it's up to you too. Maybe you do qualify for that hundred uh, percent financing. You don't want to put up a chunk of money. You want to keep this money, but you got a higher payment. Or maybe you just put all that money for a down payment and you got equity in the home already uh, and you got a lower payment, but you lost out on the 12 to 17,000 that we we're talking about. Not really lost out. It's just somewhere else. It's Think of your house as a bank. Anyways, um, so that's what a down payment is. You're going to have to have that. And the down payment is not due until closing. Right. So it's not like, oh, I got the money here, you know, that type of thing. All right. Right. The closing table is kind of like being at the cashier when it's all over with. The purchase is now ready to go and you're about to get your keys and this is where you pay up. That's right. That's right. 
So that's one portion of what it costs to buy a home. Okay. The next one is closing costs. So the bank has to make some has to make some money somehow. <laughs> They're not just going to give you money and you put money down and they don't get paid. They need to get paid too. Mm -hmm. uh, not only with the interest rates, but there's it costs money to uh, make a loan, right, babe? Yeah, it costs money for them to generate these funds into on your behalf. And we're going to kind of run through what exactly closing costs are because I don't believe hardly anybody knows what they really are. Right. And um, I believe a lot of people are sticker shock when they realize what there's going to be expected of them. I got to bring how much to the table. Right. Like, I thought they told you about this. That's why we made this. Yeah. Video, guys. It's like we assume <laughs> the lenders talk to them about this. And so we don't they necessarily a hundred percent talk about this, but we do because in the seller's market, you're not, probably not getting anybody to pay for your closing costs. That's you, right a buyer might even be paying the seller's closing costs at this point because it's so aggressive, but hopefully, you know, that changes and, you know, yeah. yeah. So if you're fortunate enough to get the, the sellers to pay for your closing costs, don't even worry about this. But like Courtney says, in this current market, be prepared to pay your closing costs. Yes. Because the average seller is not going to do it. That's right. Especially if you're going up against multiple offers, other people, uh, paying your own closing costs is almost like a standard. But that's why we're covering in this podcast today. Yes, you're yeah. welcome. So <laughs> um, closing costs, uh, normally we tell people it's about 3 to 4% because it's revolving. There's so many different things. Courtney's going to go through like an itemized thing of what closing costs are, and it could look different. This is just a general one. Yeah, it's an example. Yeah, but about 3 to 4%, I would say, it of the purchase price. on your price that you're purchasing your house. If you're purchasing a home under 200K, then you're probably going to need actually 4.5%. Four, yeah, probably going to be more. It's going to be higher because just the loan to value or the price, anyways, it's just going to be more. It's going to be more. It's okay. going to be more. So the higher you're... You're, if you're buying a, um, a property at a million dollars, it's going to be a lot less. Right. Because there's certain things in your closing costs that are variables on price, on purchase price. And other things are just set numbers. Yeah. So because it's a set number, that percentage is so much higher on a lower pro price property than it is on a higher price property. I hope that made sense. I think it does. So okay. let's just do some math real quick. Okay. So let's say you're buying a $350,000 home, okay? $350,000 home. What do you need for closing costs? I'm a first-time home buyer. I would be prepared for at least in this market pulse, 3.5%. So you're going to need $12,250 just for the um, down payment. No, okay. Um, for your down payment, it yeah. depends on what kind of loan you're getting. I'm a first-time home buyer. Okay, so, so FHA, FHA loan. loan. You're okay. going to need you're this good. for your down payment, and you're going to need this again for your closing costs. Guestimation. Hey, what's going on? I hope you like what you're listening to. Can you do me a favor? If we're providing value for you, go ahead and hit like, subscribe, or follow in whatever platform that you're listening or hearing this on, and we'll create more content for you. Back to the regular scheduled program. Okay. So, yeah, 12 Grand times two. So twenty four thousand five hundred dollars. If you're buying a three hundred fifty thousand dollar home, 
if you're a first time home buyer and have to put a down payment down and have to pay your own closing costs. So just put that to the side. Realist, really talking here. That's what it is. Now, if you fall into the no down payment program or if you're a VA loan, you don't have to worry about the $12,250. Down payment. Down payment. But you do have to worry about your twelve fifty closing costs. VA buyers. Right. Now, I think there's a big misconception VA is zero down or these first-time homebuyer grant loans are v zero down. Yes, there's zero down payment. Down payment, but there's still a closing cost. But the closing costs are totally separate, and that's what we're trying to address and siph or siphon out for you. Two separate things. Right. So, Cordy, you mentioned it earlier. A lot of VA buyers, military and veterans, thank you so much for serving our country. But a lot of you guys think that the VA loan also covers your closing costs. And that once again, reiterating, it does not cover your closing costs. What it does is allow the seller to pay your closing costs. Right. And a lot of times the sellers aren't doing that unless you're um, bidding on a property that's been on the market for a long time or a less desirable type property or the, a property that's not moving type thing. Okay. So just to be clear with that. Two different costs. You've got your down payment and your closing costs. Right. Okay. I think we got that clear. Now let's go. What the heck are closing costs, Court? Yeah. Like, why do we have to spend that much money? That's like so much. I know it hurts. It burns because this is what it is cost to close. So this doesn't touch your, you know, your purchase price at all whatsoever. And we have an example pulled up for you. For those of you watching on YouTube, you can see this example. If you're listening to this by audio, you probably are not looking at this with your eye gate, but this is what we call an Alta statement. This is basically the itemized receipt of the, somebody's purchase. So this young man purchased a property at $251,000 recently. So on this form, we're looking to the right column that says borrower and it says debit and credit under it. The closing costs we're looking for is the debit section. Okay, go ahead, babe. All right, so $251,000. This is what he paid for his condo. Mm -hmm. He was a conventional loan borrower. So he put down 3% as his down payment. He had a $2,000 earnest money deposit and just kind of, I wish, I don't want to like bore you half to death with what this statement shows, but I do want to just highlight some of the things I feel like is important. He was in a condo, so he had to pay his condo dues for that month right up front. Uh, city town taxes had to be paid for the first quarter of the year. County taxes he was purchasing in Smithfield. So every city is going to be different. Uh, Virginia Beach has the lowest taxes in the 757. And I think Portsmouth has the highest. Um, so anyways, these are just things to consider or understand where this money is coming from and why it is a percentage. Mm -hmm. All right. Then down towards the bottom, it talks about the loan charges. All right, here's where here's the, closing costs. The lenders, you're paying the lender to put give you this money, so to speak. Yeah. There's a 1% loan amount. So that he had to pay $2,434. That's a percentage of um his sales price. There's an origination fee that was $1,295. So just to put this whole thing together for you, it cost $1,295 in this uh mortgage company. 
Yes, plus the 1% of the loan amount for yeah. points. Um, and then he had an appraisal. And if you're getting anything financed, you're going to have to have an appraisal done. And his cost $516. Then the lender charged him for his credit report, which was $26. And then moving on, loan charges. All these things that you don't think about with related to flood or condo questionnaire, um, prepaid interests. And anyways, that was like the highest of $618. Um, the next thing are impounds. Again, things that we don't, you don't, the average person doesn't think about. Um, and this is related to homeowners insurance and property taxes and town taxes. Um, and then moving down, you see like, title charges and escrow settlement charges. So when you're purchasing a house, you have three different uh, entities helping you. You have your lender who is loaning you the money that works completely on their own, separate to anybody else. Then you have your realtor who is assisting you with contracts and getting you in the door and negotiations. That Your realtor is not related or connected to the lender and they're not connected to your settlement company. Your settlement company is their own special entity and they are responsible for getting your deed free and clear and the title transitioned over to you as a new landowner. So the title company needs to be paid because they're not doing any of this stuff for free. They got to get paid too. But the cool thing is all this is not closing costs. Right. All that percentage that we told you about up front, this is what this is covering. And I'm just sharing all this kind of rundown with you briefly so that you understand what is closing costs, why is it so expensive, and what's all involved. So the title company, your settlement company, they have charges for all the things that they do. They have a settlement fee. They have a, a title search examination fee. They have any courier fees if they're overnighting any money or of things, you know, involved with your purchase. You know, that's not free. Um, lender's title insurance. You, borrower, are paying, in this instance, this young man paid $200. And that went to the lender's title policy. So the lender is safe if anything were to ever happen and they ended up with this property, they have title insurance. They're covered. That you, the borrower, paid for. They and, need protection too. You need some protection too. Right. So then there's owner's title insurance, which is totally yep. different. This is covering you, the borrower, in case anything squirrely were to happen with your title. So that was, this guy paid $1,000. $1,235. Yeah, that. Mm -hmm. Anyways, um, and that covers him for life. So, and then there's admin fees that the your brokerage, your realtor's office might be charging you for administration fees. And in this instance, this young man was charged $395 for that. So with all that being said, there's so much more involved in here. But, you know, if you care to look at all the things, it's the example of this is on the YouTube site. If you don't really care, don't worry about it, but just know that there's a lot involved and the borrower, the buyer does typically have to pay for this. Now, your seller, whoever's selling you the house, they have closing costs too. Now, they're not getting a loan, so it's not nearly as expensive as yours. Theirs is probably closer to 1%. But when you do go to sell your home, 
something to consider that there is um, will be closing costs involved there as well. Right. So don't let this freak you out. I know it's a lot, but there's different variables in this whole thing. You could be a VA guy that doesn't need to pay his uh, down payment, but has to be his closing costs. You could be someone that um, has a FHA loan and has to put a down payment, but was blessed enough to have the seller pay for some or all your closing costs. There's different variables. We just want to let you know that there's two things that you got to pay for, which will be your down payment and your closing costs. Anything else, darling? Yeah, I guess I lo- I, I skipped a page. Um, go back there. Go back there. So um, here we are. Okay, I do want to point out that. Um, all right, page three of four is the government recording and transfer charges. Uh-huh. So the settlement company is going to take this over to the city and have this deed recorded there. They're going to make sure that you know you get your deed sent to you in the mail once everyone's signed off on it. And then there's some miscellaneous charges here as well, like homeowner's insurance, for example. Buyer, did you know that one whole year worth of insurance is paid at the closing table? Well, if you didn't, you know now. Now you know. So this young man had a condo. So his that's a little different. So his is a lot cheaper when you have a condo. His was $509 for the year. Then um, the city of Isla White took out, or the county, excuse me, took out $880.40 for six months worth of taxes up front that has to be paid. Loudy. So your insurance and your taxes are taken all up front at closing table. And I don't think the average person understands that. But anyways, it's put into an escrow account for your mortgage company to pay it. But anyways, um, also like your termite and moisture inspection, if you had that done and you, the buyer, responsible for paying, you can charge it to the closing table as your closing costs. Um, and if you have a condo, you might have to pay up um, some condo fees in advance. Um, but all in all, at the end of the day, with a combined down payment of 3%, and then the additional money required for closing costs subtracted by his earnest money deposit, he had to come to the table with $17,526.87. (laughs) Anyways, so that's why he had to bring to the closing table both down payment and closing costs combined. Now, at the closing table, when you bring this uh, down payment and closing costs can't bring it in cash. You can't even write a personal check for it. Nope. You got to get certified funds. So make sure the money's in the bank, make sure it's been there a long time and get a cashier's check from your bank or bank check, something that's certified that has a title company or a lawyer's name on it. And you sign the papers and you got yourself a new home. Right. And you might be able to wire it just depends on the that closing too. company, yeah. but wiring can be, um, a little risky, and if the closing company doesn't have it in their Majorly account risky. at time of closing, at time of signing, you don't close. You don't get the keys. You don't close until that money arrives. So just get a check. Yeah, the check is the best way to go. Sometimes you could wire it, and sometimes it takes a day or two for the wire to get received, and that could hold up closing. And then the whole thing gets thrown off because one day went forward, and then all <laughs> all the, the totals are different because of one day. That is correct. Mm-hmm. I've had it happen to me. Kind of tell, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're speaking from experience. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, do you have anything else? No, I think that's it. I hope you guys get a, have a better understanding of what the two required, you know, money downs look like and what they're all about. Awesome. Well, thanks for listening to us. And if we are providing some value to you guys, please, whatever platform you're listening or watching on, like, subscribe, follow us, and we'll uh, come up with some more content for you. And appreciate you guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.